Welcome back to Straight Out of Marvel. It shows Kevin 27 back with another fire episode. And today, this is a happy Monday show. We coming with the Marvel news of the past week. You already know how we get down. If you haven't already listened, we got the Ant-Man uh, 3 ultimate review that's going up we also got the into the spider-verse review because we already know friday big marvel movie coming out across the spider-verse and we will be on that we already talking about hundreds and millions of projections first weekend is going down i can't wait so uh you already know it's a lot to talk about man i was going i don't think i did a marvel news show in about a week so since i've been going we got Spider-Man 2. The new gameplay came out looking fire, looking crisp. And, of course, on Twitter, you know, you don't know who's on Twitter, man. They're always saying that Spider-Man fans being Spider-Man fans. The only time I agree uh, when Spider-Man fans shitted on Spider-Man was Far From Home. It's like we were all in conjunction. Like, bro, get that shit up out of here. <laughs> Real shit. We was like all in conjunction. But other than that, I don't know. The rest of it is just filler bullshit. I don't buy it. People acting like the game looks shitty. You got a lot of people that say it look fire. I mean, bro, you got to think about it. The internet is a big place. So you're going to have a lot of different opinions, man. And you can't uh, run away from that. Everybody is never going to be a full consensus. You know? Rarely is it. So even if you put it, even if a movie get 94%, it's still like, well, it's 6% of people didn't like it. So you got to take that for what it is, right? So our first, first bit of news, I'll say, is uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 has surpassed $700 million at the box office. That's huge. Now, I'm wondering, will it get to a billion? Could it get to a billion? I don't know. I kind of think it's not trending towards a billion. It seemed like when it's a billion, you would know, like right off the bat. I remember when Super Mario Brothers came out, it was like sky, like the you could just tell every the first and second weekend was crazy. Like you could tell it was going there. Now, I think it should make a billion. It was a great movie. The hard thing when you put a movie out like this and you got so many bangers coming out this year is kind of hard, you know, because across the Spider-Verse, I'm going to go see that two, three times, you know. So it's hard, man. It's hard. Uh, just to let y'all know, I am doing a couple reactions to uh some YouTube videos. I don't know, maybe one, but for sure, I'm doing a reaction to one about Jonathan Majors and that I will do that reaction after I get to my last because the Jonathan Majors thing is going to be my last topic and then we're going to get to that and then we're going to get to that, okay? Now, let me actually get to the news because that bit of Marvel news just came off the top of the dinner. So for the people who care, Marvel's Runaways, and I'm uh, reporting it because it is Marvel, so it is Marvel news. Marvel's Runaways has been removed from Disney Plus and Disney Plus and Hulu, and is no longer available to stream online. I think that's interesting because they are saying just leaving this shit on these websites is costing them money. So if that's the case, ask it. 
No one's watching it. It's IP that's just sitting there. Bro, shout out to my sister. I love her. But when it comes to comic book shit, I don't trust her taste at all. And she liked the runaway. So I just automatically assume that shit is cheesy. I know that sounds crazy. Uh, Quantumania was the number one most streamed movie of last weekend following its premiere on Disney+. And the full top 10 is Quantumania 1, Dungeons and Dragons, Honor Amongst Thieves. That's two on Paramount+. Plus. Uh, the Mother, number three, still on strong because that movie came out a couple weeks ago and I thought it was like ass. Um, that's number three. And Air on Prime Video. And speaking of Netflix, man, yo, they out here saying that Netflix is why the Writers Guild is still like the strike is still going on. Like they won't cave. Every they saying everyone else is caving except for Netflix. Like Netflix, if y'all don't get y'all broke ass out the damn way, bro, Netflix messing it up for everyone. But anyways, I digress. White man can't jump. Still haven't watched that movie. I will watch that movie. For some reason, Hulu is not working on my television. Every other app is working except for Hulu. And it has to be a TV thing because I even plugged on my PlayStation, downloaded Hulu on there, and went, and it still won't let me watch it. I still haven't seen the end, the season finale of Abbott Elementary, and I still haven't watched Dave. So I'm pretty bummed about that. So I definitely want to watch White Man Can't Jump just so I can shit on it because I'm pretty sure it's trash. A Man Called Otto, got to watch that. Scream 6, W, Ghosted. I don't have Apple TV Plus, probably never will. Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, Disney Plus. Damn, that's good. That shit's still in the top 10. And then Missing, Netflix. Uh, Missing was actually pretty good. Watched that with my sister. Okay, Holly Berry has shared a new photo of herself sporting white hair, which has led to fans speculating that she may return as X-Men, Storm, and Deadpool 3. (sighs) Deep sigh. I hope not. I hope that doesn't happen in a million years. You know why? You know why? Because y'all told me that shit. Y'all told me that shit was done. Like... Y'all got rid of the Fox universe. I'm over that shit. I'm only, only why I'm cool with it for Deadpool, just to see like a lot of the people in there coming back. It's because, yeah, we got Deadpool one and two. The rest of them, they had their time. What they had like six, I don't think it was six, but maybe they had about five X-Men movies. Like as far as the group, it could have been six. Because they had X, the original three, then they had Apocalypse, they had um, the one that was Super Fire, the Night of the Sentinels, or some shit. I don't know, but it was ba- was it based on that? Low key. But, um, oh, Days of Future Past. I don't know why I said Night of the Sentinels. But, I mean, come on, bro. All of them had, they had their time to shine. I don't want to see. Old ass Holly Berry, and I ain't trying to be an ages, but come on. Lady out here showing the yana that means at 50. I'm cool on that. Like, bro, we don't need Holly Berry back in storm. We need some new shit. New storm. And I and then and and I say that because I felt like uh what's her name? Elizabeth Olsen 
kind of said the same thing I was thinking, right? When um when they had John Krasinski as the Fantastic Four, uh Mr. Fantastic. And then now that they talking about they cast someone else, she was like, Well, what was that all about then? Exactly. So at this point in the MCU, if you bring him back Storm, then she needs to be Storm. For here from here on out. If not, let it go, man. Go find something else to do. Go hop on DC with, you know, go over there and do some shit. It's it's just that simple. So speaking of the WGA and the writer strike. They are reporting that my man, Ryan Reynolds, will not be able to improvise lines for Deadpool 3. I wonder how big of a deal that is. I have I don't know how much his improvising is. I don't know how much he improvises because I'm just being real. Ryan Reynolds acts the same in every film. Every film, every film, he acts the same. So I don't know if it would be that much of a difference some of the comments though was a little crazy someone said what the hell is marvel doing it's an r-rated film they're not going to imp- they're not going to let him improvise but first of all it's not about marvel letting him improvise and i just think bro marvel is on a timeline they're trying to get these movies out hey, all that extra shit they're not trying to do they're trying to get these movies out and Deadpool, that's going to be one of those ones. I get well, it is going to be rated R, so I don't know. But a movie like Deadpool going to make a lot of money, a lot of money. So, and for some, I'm telling you, when I go see these movies, it's not a lot of kids in there. Like when I go see the like, oh, it could be because it's opening day, but when I go, it's not a lot of kids. Like when I went to go see Super Mario Brothers. It was packed with kids. When I went to go, like, any Marvel movie, Guardians, it'd be, like, kids here and there, but it's mostly, like, the, the adults my age, at least from what I'm looking at. Uh, what somebody else said. Doesn't this go against the entirety of De- the Deadpool character as a whole? Like, bro, it's not about the character. It's a writer's strike. Somebody said 100% won't be the same if some random writer's write some random writers damn write the jokes he thinks ryan would say and then somebody said the dude posted it said a lot of people seem to think that ryan reynolds improvises all the fourth wall breaks i don't know what he improvises to be honest but i think he'd be good i think he'd be all good i ain't even gonna hold you so this is like brand new confirmed disney's Agatha Coven of Chaos will have nine episodes. Yippee! Let's all jump with glee. Jump with joy. I'm definitely here for that. Definitely here for that. I'm thinking that Catherine Hahn really bodied that and she deserved. Now, I don't know how much. I'm like, did she really get this show off of it was Agatha all along? Because she was. I'm trying to, I don't know. She was all right. No, she was a good villain. I ain't going to hold you. But when I think about the, the best villains, I don't ever think about her for some reason. Maybe because Wanda was the villain, huh? 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 Man, nine episodes. 
Hopefully it's not a She-Hulk type of thing and they're trying to give us 30 minutes because that was some BS. But honestly, with retrospect and hindsight, I'm glad them bitches was 30 minutes because holy, that, that show was bad. Oh, that shit was hard to get through. Oh, first of all, not first of all, head ass. We already like 20 minutes in. Let's give a rest in peace to Ray Stevenson who portrayed Volstagg in the Volstag, I don't know either one. In the Thor trilogy, he's passed away at the very young age of 58 years old. Rest in peace to that man. Ugh, that's such a young age, you know. People act. I mean, if I think about it, that's only like 20. Well, I'm 20. I'm 31. 27 years from now, that it don't. Honestly, the older I get, that don't even seem that far from now. Like. It don't seem that it only seemed that long. It's like when you're doing prison time, if I'm just keeping it real. But shit, man, 27, it doesn't seem that long. Shit, the way these years be going by, I'd be like, holy, it's already 2023. We already went through a pandemic, all of that. All of that. Got bamboozled to get a vaccine shot. All of that. Still here, thugging. Yeah, I think that's all the Marvel news I have. So let's talk about uh the black cloud. <laughs> Mr. Jonathan Majors. So Marvel Studios' initial plan for the multiverse saga reportedly wasn't so Kang-focused until the studio watched Jonathan Majors' performance in Loki and Quantumania. Yeah, I don't know about Quantumania. And then here's the quote. They said, it was so strong, they were like, this is it. This is our way forward. Now, I don't know... Well, I already have a feeling on this, but I don't know if they're just saying it to save face. Could it be Marvel Studios trying to save face for him because they know something we don't? Or could it be that they are trying to get their scapegoats out right now? So when they cut ties or just move in a total different direction, it doesn't look as bad. And it's just all on Jonathan Majors like, hey, man, you fucked it up so bad that Marvel had to go in a different direction. Now, why I call Cap on this, uh, a big uh, Colin Kaepernick, Afro, one knee, pick, all of that. Bro, am I tripping? Or did Cap, maybe it's some new shit, but Kevin Feige just said, yeah, man, we going to a retreat. We, we got the next 10 years mapped out. How is that all on... Like just off of this one performance, I don't know. It seemed a little scapegoatish to me. I I think they know they fucked up, which it's not their fault. Now, me personally, yeah, I think Jonathan Majors was good in Quantum Mania, but I feel like he's one of the weaker villains of the year so far. I've enjoyed the John Wick antagonist. Who else? I was nah, you can't do that. But the John Wick antagonist, that dude, he his name is the Marquis. Definitely Jason Momoa Dante from Fast Ten. Like the high evolutionary. Like he, I don't even know. I could who who else would I say? If I really pulled the movies up, I, I maybe 
he'd probably still be top five, but I don't think his his Kang was that good. And only why I say it's not, it wasn't that good. I don't think they really gave him room to be that good to me. Like he was cool. I will burn them out of time. Like he was cool. I don't feel like anything he said in that movie was memorable. That could be on the writing. Because, I mean, they was putting him up as like a Thanos type of thing. Type, like, this is going to be his saga, like the Kang dynasty and all of that shit. Bro, it was the writing for Thanos. Like, you couldn't live with your failure. And where'd that bring you? Back to me. Like, it was like he just had those type of things. It was the same way how I felt when I watched John Wick 4, the marquee. Oh, man, who wants a second chance is just a failure. Like, some shit. Like, he was just saying some crazy, like, some clever shit. I think the writing was just a little bit, like, I don't think the writing was anything extraordinary in Ant-Man 4 Kang. Like, all he did was yell, I am Kang! Like, I don't know. I didn't feel it that hard. So it could be a little something, something. But I really think Marvel, they may be trying to distance themselves. I think it's more of that angle than anything, as opposed to they sitting here like, oh, yeah, you know, Kang, he the guy, he the one, he's our dog. I don't know, man. It's a little iffy. What do you guys think about that? Please let me know at Kevin27World. On Instagram, DMs always open. I'm, I will never not answer a DM because shit. Why wouldn't I? I always, I always mess with the listeners. So, what do y'all think about that? You think because, and this is gonna make sense when I play this react when I do the reaction to this video, but I just think the way that it's going, it could be a situation where they're just going to say, you know what? Kang Kang didn't give us what we needed from Ant-Man. And it could be because it's Ant-Man, but Kang didn't give us what we needed. Right? And with Jonathan Majors and all of that, because when you really think about it, it's not not his movie, though. And I kind of hate that it was kind of put up like that because he is just a villain. This is... um, uh, you know the dude named Paul Rudd. It's Paul Rudd's movie. Paul Rudd movie flopped. He's just the the villain in the movie. But I kind of feel like they're like, oh, we putting this all on his back. And I don't know. I do think there was maybe they'd just be like, yeah, is it really that big of a deal? Like, do we really need to try and and focus the next five years? on this one person nah maybe we should just kind of you know flesh it out and do what we do so i don't know but let me know what you guys think of kevin 27 word on instagram you can hit me on twitter too i'll be on there um for shit sure for shit sure all right that's all the marvel news i got so now let's do the reaction to this video we got my man everything always up again he coming out with them fire videos. You know why I like you know why I like his videos. Uh shout out to New Rock New Rock Stars. They more definitely on the uh Easter egg. They were definitely more on the Easter egg hunt. 
uh, everything always just informative, and I'd be liking to get some of his information. So I'm going to get that information, and I'm going to give it to you. This video came out 10 days ago. So this, I'm bringing shit. Y'all probably already seen it. But regardless, you ain't heard me react to it. So let's do it. Okay, so for the record, and as it pertains to what I ended the prologue with, guys, Marvel Studios and Disney apparently are going to be the last to officially weigh in. They have not issued any official comments about Jonathan Majors as it pertains to Marvel Studios. They haven't even said anything. And whether or not they're going to move on and recast the character or retain him. Instead, what they've done is remain completely silent while everybody else associated with Jonathan Majors has I don't even think they really asked them on the Guardians done, like, yo, so what y'all gonna do with, what what gonna do with game? have sort of prompted all these headlines. A month ago when CinemaCon was live where Disney would have definitely promoted his movie Magazine Dreams under any different circumstances, there was no sign of that movie to be seen. And the reason that was so important was Disney was definitely I don't thought even to know mount what that an is. Oscar nomination promotional run for him as best actor on the back of that movie. Then today, Quantumania got released on Disney Plus, and where you normally would have had Jonathan Majors King involved in the description of the film, because this film was meant to set him up and for the future of King Dynasty in the multiverse saga, this is what the official Quantumania description read. Quote, superhero partners Scott Lang and Hope Van Dyme return to continue their adventures as Ant-Man and the Wasp. Together with Hope's parents, Hank Pym and Janet Van Dyne, and Scott's daughter Cassie, the family finds themselves exploring the quantum realm, interacting with strange new creatures, and embarking on an adventure that will push them beyond the limits of what they thought was possible. Wow. Yo, when you look at it from that perspective, it's kind of like they're going to just erase everything about Kang, about Jonathan Majors, and just kind of act like he doesn't exist, right? Think about what they did with the promos. He was everywhere, all over the place, right? <clears throat> Before the incident, it was Jonathan Majors this, Jonathan Majors that ever since this shit, they actually took his face off of the pro like they put they put out new cover art. They put out new posters without him on it. Like not not even Kane. Like I get it. Y'all could at least put him on there with the Kane helmet on. They didn't even do that. They're like, fuck it, man. We out. And as you notice during this entire description of the film, no mention of Kane no mention of Jonathan Majors. Now, obviously you can still just click play and see him a ton throughout the film, but if they go ahead and remove him from this description, they don't have to change it later. In the same way that they haven't said a single word about promoting Magazine Dreams or whether or not he'll be back yet, they're also omitting him here from the first place that he would have been included and talked about. Now, the reason I said I wanted to issue two opinions was this. First and foremost, if you're asking my opinion, not the facts, it does certainly look like Marvel Studios is going to move on and recast Kang the Conqueror. We've also heard from an industry inside. I'm not even going to lie. I don't even want to recast. You know why? Because I just think it'll look stupid. I just think it'll look stupid. I'm not even going to hold you. And then it's going to be like, well, he didn't do. I, I really because, bro, I really was a part of that. Oh, they should recast Black Panther. And you know what? Once I seen how they gonna do it and the son with the same name and all of that shit, just give it some time, let those wounds heal. 
bro, Marvel know what they are doing. So with this, I would rather them just move on from Kang. Honestly, I would rather, bro, it's tarnished already. The Kang brand is tarnished because it's John, because because of the situation with Jonathan Majors. Now, bro, this man out here rolling around with Megan Good doing his thing, meeting the family, bringing flowers. I hope you're doing that, and it's all in good faith and just not some BS. You know, you know what I mean. I'm not tripping. Hopefully, he didn't put his hands on no one. But if somebody put their hands on him and then some shit happens, sometimes that shit happens. And I'm just like, bro, I'm not about to be the one, uh, the black dude out here trying to cancel Jonathan Majors. Bro, the whites don't get down like that. I mean, unless it's some, some, some rape shit or something. Yeah, but bro, they be doing, they be having controversies. They be sticking by their shit. Shit, Morgan Wallen called a motherfucker a pussy ass nigger. A black dude at that. He didn't just say it to some random dude. I thought I always thought he just said it to some random motherfucker. And fuck. He got the number one song in the country. Fuck it. Shit. I ain't about to sit out here and get on the picket lines, nigga, talking about fuck Jonathan Majors. I just think it's messed up. He just he his career is ruined unless unless he hit that home run with a video and show that he was hit first. That's the only way. And even then, if he was hit first and he hit back, it's still going to look crazy because you a man at the end of the day. So it's kind of like, the like I said, the only way he'll get up, get up out of this situation is if he got hit and maybe he just yoked up or something. But, bro, they added an extra charge when he went in that can lead him up into prison for a year, which you know that's not going to happen. First time offender, anything happened. Is gonna be probation. Even if he would have decked her in her face, he would have got probation. He famous, you know what I mean? Man's is hopping off on a private jet with Megan Good on some player shit. Like, bro, he just got famous not that long ago. So Megan Good been Megan Good since the nineties, bro. Since cousin Skeeter, and he got that thing crisp. Got her out there. She don't even care about how her image look. So maybe he knows something we don't. Maybe Disney knows something that we don't. I don't know. It could be. It could be an Amber Heard thing. They don't want to jump the gun. They don't want to jump the James gun. Look how terrible that situation was. So, I mean, come on. Yo, my boy, my boy, everything always be having me going. And Alex Perez from Cosmic Circus that we'll find out Jonathan Major's future as Kang at the end of Loki season two. Now, without trying to guess too much what that means, certainly because the writers on strikes, they're not doing any rewrites now or reshoots, but it could be that they've already addressed his future in the MCU, which would sort of qualify why they're being so quiet right now. They don't have to issue a statement about him leaving or getting recast. They could have already addressed that. Now, obviously, with Kang Dynasty looming on the future, it's not a question whether or not we'll see Kang back in the MCU. It's just a question of who would be playing them. And perhaps before all was said and done, they had already addressed this and maybe even for some other reason. Hard for me to believe, but it's possible it was done. Either way, he's innocent until proven guilty. And as I've said in my previous videos, number one, I... I really have to take my hat off to Disney and Marvel Studios for learning their lesson with what they did with Johnny Depp 
acting too quickly and cutting him from Pirates of the Caribbean and dropping him. See? They're not doing that with Jonathan Majors. They're letting the legal process play out. But that's sort of... See? He said it too. That's what I'm saying, bro. You never... You don't want to jump the James Gunn because you just never know, man. He could be innocent. It is innocent until proven guilty, even though in the court of public opinion is uh, guilty until proven innocent. I mean, which I kind of feel like it's like that anyways. I'm not even boop. Because uh, they lock you up. I mean, I get it. They're like, oh, you could bail out. But shit, sometimes they won't give you a bail. But Young Thug ain't got no bail. Shit. You never, like, so it ain't always innocent to proven guilty. But I don't know, man. I think, I mean, I'm still pulling for the, I'm still pulling for the brother. I ain't going to hold you. I'm still pulling I mean, because you know why, though? A lot of this, too, is because we don't want that to happen. Like, I don't want you to have beat nobody up. So if it comes out that it was some BS and Shorty was just tripping because you was about to leave her for Megan Good, hey, I'm all I'm all about that. I'm all about that. Like, and you didn't put, like, nothing crazy. That, that shit would be beautiful. why I hate covering these videos, it's because it sort of feels like the news is always so negative and pejorative that it, the legal process hasn't played out yet. Maybe it will come out that he truly didn't do any of this. He's completely exonerated and Marvel Studios pushes forward, pushes forward with using him as Kang the Conqueror, in which case saying that they were going to part ways with them would be premature and just like they did with James Gunn, they would pull the trigger and the relationship only to find themselves a year from now wanting to bring him back in. So why cut him in the first place when they don't have to? And that's ultimately the sentiment I'm going to leave at the end of this video just to give you guys something to think about. Marvel Studios and Disney don't have to make a decision on this. Whatever role he played in the upcoming Loki Season 2, as I said, writers are on strike, they're not rewriting that. That's already picture locked, that's already coming out, and then after that, He's not slated to be really in any of the films that are coming out next year. We don't expect to see him either in Thunderbolts or Captain America 4. We don't expect to see him in Deadpool unless all of the plot leaks have been wrong. We definitely don't expect to see him in Blade. So really, there's plenty of time for once for Marvel to take their time. And of course, the huge caveat here is even though he's not going to be in movies. Okay, that is kind of cool. Hold on. In 2024, if they're going to start filming for Avengers King Dynasty, they're going to need to make a decision on that. But we've already heard multiple reports that they're going to extend the multiverse saga, possibly not. Yeah, that is that is cool that. I mean, because you got to let that play out. Now, I was thinking now I was wondering, well, how are they going to do it with him and Loki? Well, they already they already put the date out. Once the date out, you already know when it comes to Marvel and Disney and all of that, they're not pushing the date back. I mean, unless it's like a video comes out and it's so egregious. It's like, get this abuser off of my screen. But if it's no video, it's always that little up in the air, like up in the air type of thing. As long as there's no video, you know what I mean? Like he'll be able to live, at least on Loki. Other than that, Houston, we have a problem. But I don't know. And what do you say? Until about 20. So if the Avengers Kang Dynasty, because it was Kang Dynasty and then Secret Wars, 
if that come out 2025, maybe 2026, then they would be having to start shooting that around 2025. Like maybe, I don't know. So it kind of makes sense, you know, that they still are on the timer. They're still on the clock. It's not like they got all the time in the world. Still got to make a decision. And if you got to rechange the movie and all of that, but we so far away from that right now. Yeah, I guess you're right. They We do have time. Marvel has time. Not only push back Secret Wars, but also Avengers King Dynasty by year, they may not start filming on those until the beginning of 2025. Again, guys, plenty of time for them not to have to issue an imminent comment about what they choose to do. Now, of course, if Alex Perez is right and we do, quote, get to see what Jonathan Major's fate as Kane holds at the end of Loki season two, I'm going to at least leave the door open for some huge sort of address to happen there from them, in which case they wouldn't need an official statement anyway. Maybe all will be revealed, no pun intended. But you guys let me know all your thoughts down below. As always, quickly, let's get into the giveaway stuff before. All right, man. Shout out to everything always. That's a super fire video. I feel like he had one more that I wanted to that I wanted to react to. What y'all think, man? You think he's gonna get fired? You think they're gonna let him give him the boot? Like, what do you think should happen? Yeah, do we need to do that? I don't know if we need to do that. All right, matter of fact, yeah, let's do that one. What's going on guys? Welcome to Everything Always. My name's Michael Roman, aka Allfires. Now I gotta be honest, I was just a little surprised to see that Marvel was going to push forward with filming on several productions into the summer in the face of the writer's strike and mostly because if the writer's strike wasn't up for a studio that loves to rewrite their movies on set in post-production, they weren't going to be able to do any of that. Well, as of right now, two movies are still a go, but they've had to press pause on the Thunderbolts. We're going to talk about exactly what happened, why they're pressing pause on this, what it means for other movies like Deadpool, movie, as Deadline has learned that the studio's Thunderbolts pick has pushed pause on the upcoming production, which was set to start shooting in three weeks in Atlanta. The crew was notified today, and insiders say the plan is to resume production once the strike has ended. The Yo, we need to get this strike out of the way, man. This shit is crazy. Y'all over here halting my Marvel movies? No! And the crazy thing about the writer's strike, like, bro, I be seeing it in the comment section. They like, oh, donate for this and that. I'm like, bro, I work a job. What is you talking about? I mean, to the people that got it like that, cool, man, but I'm not donating to no damn writers. That shit is ab absurd. Like, bro... You know why I say it's absurd? I just seen uh, people people like striking at my job, uh, workers, like housekeepers and all of this shit, bro. But they keep being iffy because, bro, everybody got to really be on the same page to not make that money when you ain't got a lot stacked up. So it's kind of like when I see this type of shit, it's like, man, get back to work. What the hell? Maybe when I have a successful podcast, then I'll be like, hey, I'm all for the creators. I am all for the creators, but not like that. But I'm saying, like, maybe I will have more empathy because at this point, I'm just like, bro, get back to work. Because I don't care. 
move comes after Marvel has also pushed pause on the pre-production for the Blade pick, which was expected to shoot in June as well. The studio has also been forced to recently halt production on the TV series Wonder Man, which has been shooting in Los Angeles and had stopped production in the recent days. Like Thunderbolts, the plan is to resume Wonder Man and Blade as soon as the strike is over. Okay, okay let's talk about, first of all, Blade. I don't know, man. Blade has been the most disappointing, I don't even want to say movie, because it is not even close to being out or whatever, but Blade has just been one of the biggest disappointments. Like, we got we got him in Eternals, right, at the end, and you kind of like, okay, here goes some momentum. Every time it comes down to Blade, something happens, and now we got the writer strike pausing. Blade is just, I don't know. I feel like I got a bad feeling about Blade. Like, when it come out, it's going to be super mid. It's already going to be PG-13, so you know the violence is going to be trash. Like, I don't know, man. I'm a little worried about Blade. Okay, so while this article doesn't say it in black and white, if you read between the lines just a little bit, it's exactly what I suspected. Basically, not everyone had made it to set yet. Everyone was still descending on the area, and they said, wait, we've got three weeks to go before this even starts. Things could get worse. Let's just go ahead, pull the plug on this production before it even starts, and then you're not paying for flights. You're not paying partial salaries. You're just saying, hey, let's put the huge pause on this because that's what happened with Wonder Man. They were already filming, and because of picket lines and the such, they had to stop. Now, Blade's in a little bit of a different position because they had reportedly brought on their third writer and right before they were set to start filming. So given everything that's going on right now, that one was in a really tricky spot. The script may have caused them to delay it anyway. Maybe it wouldn't have made its filming date. Much different than Thunderbolts that has been written for quite some time. But as all these articles have gone on to remind us, you cannot write at all during the writer's strike. The only at Oh. Only one who can amend the script in any way is the director. That's why Ryan Reynolds has reportedly not been able to and won't be able to improv any of his lines on the set of Deadpool 3, an uh, actor that's known for doing this, Marvel, a studio that's known for multiple rewrites. None of that can happen. That shit a little weird, though, because what? I don't understand what does improv have to do with writing. You're not writing. You're just coming up with some funny shit. I don't know. That's a little weird to me. Now, if they're confident in the script, the script is done. The director can take slight liberties with. And this is my thing with the whole writer strike. If you can't improv, why are you able to use a writer script during the writer strike? That don't make any sense. It should be like, give me my damn script back, bitch. Like, what are you talking? What are we talking about? Like, why are you able to use the script, but you can't improvise? What? lines and we'll expect that's what's going on but the director can only do that if there is one and right around the corner this summer it's possible that the directors and or the actors the SAG guild is going to go on strike as well which to be clear no actors no directors no writers all of Hollywood would come to a screeching halt now how likely is this to happen at least the people cutting the checks the people whose money is on the line they think pretty likely this isn't yeah, that would be crazy if everyone went on strike and it's because Netflix is holding up the damn deal, bro. Everybody should cancel that shit. They already trying to charge motherfuckers $7.99. I'm not talking shit about it because I mean, I use my sister account and I ain't got charged yet. But so I don't know. I don't know. 
I do think she paid like the deluxe version of some shit in Netflix because she got it like that apparently. But still, I don't know, bro. This shit crazy. I wonder what the act. Everyone is it's all about getting residuals, three percent. It's all about making sure AI AI can't replace actors. I don't care what the hell you do, you ain't replacing actors. It's an exclusive from Deadline just days ago in a seismic development for the indie sector, which could have rippling effects across the whole film and TV ecosystem. Bond companies are refusing to insure movies ahead of the potential SAG-AFTRA strike on July 1st. And so these are the guys who are bonding and insuring, basically cutting the check for this film, and they know they'll so be July out first if that strike actually goes down, so they're just not willing to do it. And although they use the word indie in this article, this was a Joaquin Phoenix movie. This was a huge film, and now it just can't get the money it needs, the insurance it needs, to actually set filming. So as far as the perspectives from people who have the money on the line, they they think that this is definitely going to happen in July, which if you look at the calendar is literally just over a month away. If the writer's strike isn't resolved by then and SAG-AFTRA, the directors, everybody ends up going on strike behind them, we'll be talking about a much, much different thing. And that will only be weeks before San Diego Comic-Con when Marvel Studios was potentially going to shake up everything and give us a brand new look at some semblance of what the new slate might be for the multiverse saga. Now, two things important to point out. Number one, if you're wondering what all the striking going on is. Yo, this shit crazy. Could you imagine if it's like that and Marvel just be like, yeah, we're not even pulling up to San Diego Comic-Con right now. There's no reason. Oh, my God, I'd be devastated, bro. Oh man, I hope that does not happen. I would, I would, I would probably cry. I'm not even gonna lie to you. I need that in my life. I need that. about the writers and eventually the directors, the actors, they want more money because a lot of the negotiations that are in place between these guilds and the industry, and when I say the industry, I mean multiple studios at once, all meeting at the table on the same side, which seems impossible, I know, right? The big deal is the money that is being generated from the streaming revenue that wasn't quite as built out as it is now when some of these negotiations took place. Basically, Disney didn't even have Disney Plus, and so since they didn't, there's no real onus on Disney to go ahead and pay any of that money out. See the original Black Widow case? It has a lot to do with that. Now, we've all... Yeah, that's crazy. I mean, yeah, I can understand that you would do that, though. You'd be like, bro, I ain't giving you shit until you negotiate it, right? That's how it goes. Like, yeah, we got some new shit popping. And until you negotiate it, fuck you. So I get that. I'm not mad at that. I would actually do that the same thing. Like, why would I give you a piece of the pie until you negotiate your piece? Now y'all went on strike. Now you put me in a position where I got a cave to some degree. So, yeah, I agree with it. I, I mean, it all needs to happen. The strike with the writers, everything. It needs to happen. It has to happen. And they've been on strike for a while now, so oof, no telling how long this is going to go on for. Also heard in the industry, and this is strictly speculation, that a lot of the studios like Disney, Marvel, they're all ready to concede and make the concessions, the negotiations happen, so we can get through this strike. Apparently, it's reported that Netflix is the huge holdout and the thing that is holding all of this up and the reason this can't go any further now if some of you are wondering of all platforms netflix that's what yo that's what sent me to the moon we talking about netflix here 
And I fuck with Netflix, bro. Netflix be dropping some bangers, but they drop bangers every now and then. Like, seriously, I don't. And they movies all, bro, Netflix, all of the Netflix movies are ass. Like, they all come out, you watch them once, you never watch them again. At least me. I never watch, I can't, Extraction is probably like the last Netflix movie that I watched a couple times. Is it one? I'm telling you, every Netflix movie that come out is now TV shows. When they got a good one, they got a good one. But other and they don't have a lot of good ones a lot of times. But y'all know how I feel. I feel like a bunch of these damn platforms is ass. Yes, if they're able to get through the writer's strike before July 1st, there is a chance that sag after will not go on strike behind them. Basically, it'll be the blueprint, the beginning of the negotiations for what that profit sharing will look like on streaming. They can use that as the same negotiation point going with the actors and the directors um, commensurate to where the difference in pay is. Basically, there are numbers out there they can draw from. They can get this done. But if Netflix doesn't agree, if some of the holdouts on the company side aren't willing to meet, well, then the strike just continues to go on. And it may sound insane, that you've got competitors sitting on the same side of the table, that Max, whose streaming competitor is Disney Plus and say Netflix, Netflix, whose streaming competitors are Max and Hulu and Disney Plus, are all negotiating together because what's good for Disney Plus may not be good for Netflix. So there's some of that going on where it's complex negotiations. You have all of the studios on one side that are also competitors and they're trying to work out from their point of view how these negotiations are going to impact their market share. You know, Disney Plus perhaps can afford to make some concessions. All right, we off that. Good video. Shout out to everything always. I'm off that shit, though. Yeah, man. So what y'all think about all of that? We got writer strikes. We got too much shit going on right now that's affecting the Marvel Universe. And I am devastated about it. Hopefully we do get through this. I mean, July 1st. You got to think that they'll make a deal, right? But now, I think they'll make the deal. All right, y'all. We up out of here. Hope you enjoyed this episode. News, reactions, all of that stuff. We do it, and we don't play around with it. So, for sure, for sure. I'll talk to you guys next. Uh, what we got coming up? I probably still, I, I might do a, a reaction, or not a reaction, but I might do another video or another uh, podcast sometime this week before Across the Spider-Verse, and you already know that reaction most likely will be dropping either Thursday night, because I got a 3 o'clock tickets, right? So by 6, I'll probably, I'll probably be home by like 6 o'clock. So yeah, it'd probably, my reaction will might might be dropping that time, maybe maybe that night or early in the morning. I might go live on Instagram and do it too. I don't know. I might go live on Instagram and do it. Who knows? But all right, y'all. I'll talk to you guys later. Believe in team, make believers.